This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie Hello, good morning and welcome to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on KCLR. It's been another week dominated by the global COVID-19 pandemic. This morning, we're coming to you two weeks into the COVID restrictions that see all but essential business closed. And as of yesterday, the restrictions have been extended in their current form until Tuesday, May the 5th. During the week, Uh, The Chambers Ireland, the organisation representing all of the Chambers of Commerce and Industry around the country, released a survey of over 1,100 businesses and the picture they painted is truly stark. 42% of businesses have closed entirely and 30% of the businesses that remain open have closed the public-facing offices and are now working from home. Most expect this to continue for 12 weeks. 84% of businesses expect revenue to decline by in excess of 25% in the next three months and that's a huge increase and not to mention the thousands of people, the hundreds of thousands of people uh, at all levels who've seen their lives uh, disrupted and who have lost their jobs or been laid off or suffered from uh, pay reductions. This is Easter Saturday we're coming to you from uh, a quiet KCLR um, and Easter for Christians is a time of devastation and loss but also it's a time of hope and rebirth and although business and normal daily life is effectively no longer the order of the day business must go on albeit in a radically different shape and as we've been saying in Casey Law over the last number of weeks the show must go on and the show will go on so between now and 10 o'clock we'll hear about the latest aids for the business sector which has been totally disrupted we'll be hearing from Martin Corkery from Enterprise Ireland and from Fiona Deegan of Kilkenny Local Enterprise Office Declan Rice of Kilkenny Leader Partnership will be telling us about how his organisation is continuing to work with communities and businesses. Michaeli Nalen of Black Knight will join us to talk about his company in Carlow, which is at the front line of helping businesses stay online and to adapt to the shift of all aspects of business online. And Tom Murray from Surf, Surfbox will join us to tell about his company, how they've been impacted and how they've pivoted to assist in the battle to supply PPE equipment for those on the front line. But first, in these tough times, positivity, resilience, determination and the urge to tackle a challenge are essential for people trying to keep business on the road. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by a man who has always struck me as having these qualities in spades. It's David Walsh, who's one of the founders of Netwatch in Carlow. He's an EY Entrepreneur of the Year, former president of Carlow Chamber of Commerce. David, good morning to you. Good morning, John. Yeah, tough times. I don't know if you heard some of those uh, stats that I read out at the start from the Chambers Ireland survey, but unprecedented yeah. times. What are your view on the business aspects and the business impacts in the current situation, David? Yeah, well, uh, first and foremost, I guess this is a health crisis. I think we, we shouldn't forget that. And as, as business owners and business managers, we have a duty of care to our employees, our customers, and indeed the general public. So I, I think it's very, very important that we all follow the HSE guidelines and the guidelines laid down by the government in terms of the physical distancing, the self-isolation, 
problem for essential work. Uh, and I think all, all those things are critically important. But this is, to your point, this is obviously you have a business program and this is a business crisis. It's a unique business crisis in many, many ways, not least for the fact that there are shocks both on the demand side and on the supply side. In previous recessions that we all went through, the business community was predominantly on the demand side, where sentiment and confidence left uh, and people didn't want to spend money. They just didn't feel confident enough to do it. That's not the case at the moment. The demand is there, but people just physically can't get out to spend money. And I think there's another uncertainty in around the speed and the depth of this crisis. is completely unknown. It's, as you t- To use your phrase, John, it's unprecedented. And it's a global situation. I listened attentively to the head of the IMS this, year, this, this week when she was interviewed that she believes that GDP is going to fall in 2020 for 170 countries across the globe. So literally every single country across the globe is going to be affected. And all this is happening in an era of complexity. We've seen what's happened in the United States in the last number of years in terms of a new type of presidency. The U.S. elections are coming up very, very shortly. Who knows what's going to happen there or what will take place at all. Huge fluctuations globally in relation to oil prices. We have the whole environmental challenges. And we have trade wars happening. We've seen what's happening between the U.S., the U.S.A., and Mexico. We have our own challenges here in terms of Brexit. It's amazing, John. Six, six weeks ago, we were all talking about, you know, what would happen with Brexit and Brexit, the impact of Brexit has paled into insignificance in relation to the economic impact on businesses uh, with, with this COVID virus. But I think the output from all those uncertainties in this thing is that, you know, the stock markets have fallen, massive rise in global unemployment, which are huge challenges. And there are huge challenges for the SME market, particularly here in Ireland. And I, I think what there's going to have to be a dual strategy for organisations at this point in time. One, about the very basic stuff of surviving for the next two to three months. As you said in your intro, this could go on for another 12 weeks in terms of the restrictions. We don't know that. But companies are going to have to survive. So they're going to have to develop short-term strategies in terms of survival. But equally, we know this. Going back to your point about positivity, we know this. This will blow over. There's an absolute certainty there. And there will be business for Irish SMEs after this crisis is over. We need to be ready for that. So we need to be now planning a recovery plan as well because there's an old phrase my father used many years ago, you can't sat in the pig the night before a fair. So we need to have a dual strategy, one around survival and one about what's going to happen in the recovery. Yeah, uh, and running a business is a lonely uh, position at the best of times. Very lonely for a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners and managers at the moment. What kind of advice would you give to them, David? Well, I think leadership has never been more important than it is now in a crisis. Uh, and the leaders of organisations need, and you, you mentioned earlier on that Easter is a period of a time of hope, and it is. But I always thought that leaders in organisations should be dealers of hope, particularly around times of crisis. And I've joked about this in the past that <clears throat> the E in CEO should stand for energy. And I think those who are leading organisations now need to pump energy in a, in a philosophical sense into the organisation. And we need to depend and, and lean on the cultures that we've built in the organisations over, over time in terms of having really good people. You know, I, I, I have a GA background, as many of your listeners do, to Kenny and Carlo. And I think, uh, you know, every week for the next 12 weeks is going to be a, like a county final. We just get pumped up. We need to be all concentrated, all hands in bed where possible, uh, understanding a lot of people working from home. But we do, we do need, and it's time now to set a new vision for our organisation. We need to set 
look at the strategic pillars that underpin the, those uh, uh, that, that, that vision for the organisation. We need to be to be ready when things happen and just put things in place. So, in terms of the, the strategies internally uh, and, and the, 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 the thinking internally, I think the first rule of a crisis is not to ignore it. Uh, most importantly, second rule is no blame game. This is this is a situation for every business across Carlow County, for every business in Ireland, and it's certainly running for business across the globe. I think what we need to do is take control of the factors internally so we can control ourselves and expect and hope that the government does the right thing externally in terms of creating the macro conditions by which we can get back to work. But in the midst of all of that, communication is critical. Communication with all the stakeholders in the organisation, the employees being the most important one, our customers, our suppliers, the banks, the local authorities, all the individuals, all the stakeholders that have a... A, a, an influence on our organisation need to be communicated with, communicated in a positive manner. That is not barring our head in the sand in relation to the challenges. There are huge challenges. I think organisations that are doing the right thing now have developed in two teams, one internally that are looking at those short-term uh, crisis management issues uh, and the second one externally in terms of scope in the future when this storm blows over. Because one thing that's for certain, John, is that this storm will blow over. There's no question about that. We need to be ready. There is, I think, really good organisations, high-quality organisations see recessions and challenges like this crisis as an opportunity for them to shine. And that's what's going to happen going yes. forward. Good companies will do that. Uh, David, you're a former uh, president of Carlo Chamber of Commerce and a believer in businesses working together. Do you see an opportunity in this for businesses that may have operated in silos previously actually coming together to work through the current difficulties? The Chamber has always been very, very strong in advocating uh, that local businesses within their uh, chamber, should do business with each other. I know you, yourself, we, we, were, we were involved with Carlo Chamber of Commerce in my time there as president, and always you went on to be the president of Kikini Chamber. But it, 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 sometimes it takes a crisis for us all to realise the power of working together. It always annoyed me, and it still does when I see companies in Carlo, passing companies in Carlo to drive to Dublin and elsewhere to do business with organisations outside of, of the county. There has never been a more appropriate time, a more uh, uh, opportune time for us to think positively about the companies we have on our doorsteps. I know you're going to be interviewing companies later on. You mentioned that at the start of the program from Carlos and Kenny. And that's all good. But we certainly should be doing a lot of work together. There's no question. And I know the retail industry is going to change, right? There's going to be an awful huge move to online. uh, And that's okay. And I think that's good. But online locally. I mean, I've seen some of the strategies that are organized by... Uh, organisations within the Carrickfinney area in the last couple of weeks, and particularly the Arboretum, uh, which we both know, John, in in Carlow, in Lockyer Bridge, uh, an outstanding mm-hmm. organisation. They have shifted an awful lot of their activity because of the, the the shutdown to online activity, and I can see that going ahead even further. But it's important that uh, companies within Carrickfinney area continue to support both physically when the day arrives, but also online. David, thank you very much uh, for for that great energy and those words uh, of common sense. And I think that's a, a, a good uh, a good note uh, to finish on. Never waste a good crisis and let's all keep uh, working together. That's uh, David Walsh uh, joining us on the line. Now, another organisation that works uh, with all sorts of, of businesses and indeed communities and individuals across Kilkenny is Kilkenny Leader Partnership. And I'm joined on the line by Declan Rice. Declan, um, big dramatic changes uh, in the way your organisation works, just the same as any business uh, or organisation across Carlong Kilkenny. 
Yeah, huge, John. I mean, uh, the county leader partnership uh, covers a broad spectrum, everything from the leader uh, enterprise supports and community uh, grants, I suppose, at one end, to social inclusion. I mean, the one whole part of the company has sort of pivoted the social inclusion side to, to work on, on the whole COVID crisis and huge amount of work, you know, both within the organisation and people are doing voluntary work outside that, which likes of alone and working over the weekend on call lines. But the leader section definitely, to some extent, I don't want to say it's business as usual, but people are still uh, interested in, in progressing applications. Now, I think we're, we're all aware it's going to be a different world at the other end of it, but there will be a world at the end of it, you know. The, the, yeah. I mean, we've, we've had instances in the past of huge crises, you know, even health issues. And it does change things, but things do, you know, a, a new norm uh, will be there, and we're, we're going to be there. Yeah, and, and you have quite a large team yourself, Declan, looking through your annual report. I was struck by the number of people that you've got working in a huge different variety of roles. Huge disruption to their normal ways of working, but you're adapting like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the social inclusion is quite a uh, social inclusion team is you know they've gone online and you know helplines and we're, we're people out there you know actually doing some of the, the nitty gritty sort of dirty work of visiting people and you know uh, making sure people are looked after and all of that. That's gone on. We we've all I suppose embraced the new Zoom world. Now we're all on Zoom now. I mean, it was an exotic thing about uh, a month ago. Uh, sort of a, um, a Skype's uh, a pushy little brother. Now it's sort of uh, become <laughs> the new norm. It de- definitely, we, we, we have a lot of programs in the company. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people employed doing a lot of valuable work, which often doesn't get seen, uh, but it did, now it's been seen, and you know, we're very, very active. The leader bit of it is uh, vitally important. We have a uh, significant resources there. You know, we're well over one and a half million quid available uh, to still uh, distribute, uh, and we'll do that carefully as we've always done. But it's there. And Declan, we'll talk about that, but I must take a, a break now. I'm talking sure. to Declan Rice of Kilkenny Leader Partnership. Uh, Declan, stay on the line. I'm John Purcell. You're listening to the Bottom Line Casey Laura's programme for and about business. Uh, we're broadcasting to you throughout the COVID uh, crisis. And just a reminder, if you're under pressure at home, if you're cocooned or if you're at home and you need any service, there are numbers in Carlow and Kilkenny. The community call numbers that you can call at any time between 8 in the morning and 8 in the evening, seven days a week. The numbers are for Kilkenny, 1-800-500-000. That's 1-800-500-000. And in Carlow, 1-800-814-300. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after this to talk again to Declan Rice about the supports that his organisation can provide. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice, www.onf.ie. Thank you very much, Fiona Deegan. Uh, you're listening to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on KCLR. I'm John Purcell, um, broadcasting to you. It's just uh, 24 minutes past nine on a beautiful Saturday morning, Easter Saturday morning. The country is, of course, in a state of restricted movements, but there's been a lot of talk about painting and uh, how you can spend some time doing those painting jobs you've put off. Now, we're, of course, 
urging people to stay at home, etc., and not venture out except for exercise and essential uh, business. But there are a number of local businesses delivering paint. Uh, uh, you can order online and you can get it delivered. One of them is the Paint Hub in Carlow. So check them out and indeed check out the section on Casey Lawyer's website, which highlights all the local businesses who are still uh, operating and in many cases have moved online. And we'll be talking to Michaeli Nalen of Black Knight Solutions about that shortly. But I'm joined on the line by Declan Rice of Kilkenny Leader Partnership. Declan, you were talking before uh, we took the break there about in excess of a million uh, euros that you've got to assist businesses and community projects throughout the uh, county of Kilkenny. Uh, tell us about that and what kind of things uh, you're aiming to support. Well, uh, that's uh, it's a current programme which started uh, notionally in 2014 but really didn't get going until 2017 and we've been carefully going through the plan we've been a local development strategy which has uh, priorities everything from the future rural towns to uh, I suppose enterprise development generally rural tourism specifically environment uh, renewable energies we've, we have a lot of things in the plan I'm not going to go through it and um, uh, bore your listeners because it will take a while but the, 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 the bottom line is, <coughs> excuse me, we have uh, significant funding there, which we uh, which we are uh, looking forward to having the opportunity to uh, supporting businesses and communities on the other side of this. It's well in excess of uh, $1.5 million. Uh, we're thankful that the, the, the government have announced that they are going to extend the program another year into 2022. This was always likely anyway with the, 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 the late start of the program and the initial issues about... Uh, the program rules or whatever, but it's good to have that. Uh, we were, were hopeful that they will soon uh, announce that they will allow commitments into next year. I think it's probably inevitable they will, and that places us in a good way, in a good position then to be able to help our businesses when they and communities when they when they get themselves organised. It'll take a, a few weeks or months for people to shake themselves down and see how they're getting on. So I would expect if with a fair wind behind us by the summer, if the worst of this, and I don't think it'll be gone entirely uh, by, the, by the end of the year, but if the worst of this is over and people are getting back to, to be able to think about the future in business, we'll be there to help and allow them, uh, be able to help them over the remainder of the year and into next year, the end of next year, to sort of organise themselves uh, and have, say, till 2022 to uh, consider the drawdown and payout and completion of their projects. So we're definitely... Yeah, Declan, very briefly, we're... Yeah, go yeah. on, sorry. Definitely I was just going to ask, how do people how do people take the initial steps to find out if they're eligible for ring, for assistance with ring, ideas ring, that they may have? Ring, ring up. If you look at the website uh, cklp.ie. Uh, there's a lot of information there. <laughs> there's a, a form called an expression of interest form, which is a very short form, a couple of pages long, just basically your name, address, contact numbers, and what your idea is. Send that in if you want. Uh, print it up, send it in, or fill it in online, send it in. Or look for a development officer, uh, our, our enterprise development officer, Mairead Rowan. We'll be happy to talk to you. If you leave a message, message she'll get back to you. We're all obviously working out of the office now, but <coughs> we have systems and procedures in place to make sure we, we, we contact people. Send us an email on info at cklp.ie, saying briefly what your idea is. Now, and we'll be more than happy to talk you through. And there are things we can do, there are things we can't do. Uh, we can't displace existing businesses which are there, uh, but innovative businesses new business in the area of, of, I say, tourism or, you know, environment, 
renewable energy is a favourite one. Our businesses which will help small towns to, I suppose, reach their potential uh, are definitely things where uh, food businesses, huge interest in food businesses, and quite a lot of money in there, the National Fund, which we'd like to help local Kilkenny business to unlock a lot of money there. Okay. And so plenty of ideas. Thank you very much, uh, Declan Rice of Kilkenny Leader Partnership. And if you'd like any information, check out the website cklp.ie or indeed ring the office, uh, fill out an expression of interest form and get going. Now, we talked earlier on uh, about the internet and how local companies are adapting to the internet. And I I was very interested to hear Sean Swan uh, of Swan's Electrical during the week talking about how uh, while the store is closed, you can check out online and uh, they'll either deliver deliver your goods uh, safely within HSE guidelines uh, to your house. Many businesses uh, are moving online in ways that they haven't envisaged before and necessity is the mother of invention. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Michaeli Nalen, who's CEO of Black Knight Solutions, a Carlo-based hugely innovative uh, internet company uh, that have been recognised all over the world, who've been recipients of many different awards. And Michaeli himself is a member of the Internet Corporation for Assigned Names and Numbers and all sorts of stuff. Michaeli, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you doing? Very well, thanks. Now, um, being Irish and guaranteed Irish is very part of Black Knight's uh, DNA. Never been a more important time for a company to step up, really, uh, and kind of get its services out there. What's Black Knight at at the moment, and, and has this meant a huge amount of, of work for your team? Um, so we're in the fortunate position that we're able to operate without have physically being in our offices. I mean, obviously, being in the office is nice and all that, but um, our, our entire team are now working from home, spread across Carlow, Kilkenny, Wexford, and other parts of the country. And what we're what we're doing um, quite a lot of, I suppose, is, is trying to assist some of these businesses either to expand their online presence or to, to actually get online for the first time. But as you say, like for a lot of these companies... Um, this is a matter of survival. They need to, to pivot, to change what they're doing. You know, companies that might have only been selling, say, food via wholesale, as a wholesaler are now turning around and offering it to the rest of us. Um, and just getting it, they, they don't need to, to have an absolutely perfect online presence. I mean, they, have, well, they just need to be able to facilitate um, you or me being able to buy the product. Um, so there's, there's, there's a lot of a lot of interest in in that, and we and our team has been working quite hard on that over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and and the stability of companies' online presence is hugely important as well, and security and all that stuff, because basically the whole online presence um, is now like a, an essential utility service, really. Well, yeah, I mean the you know if you think back, you know, twenty odd years ago. Online was was a novelty. It wasn't. It was something that some of us w- would play around with a little bit. But it, you know, you you didn't. It wasn't a core part of of your everyday life. And before this crisis, it had become obviously much more much more important. But now, the only way that that you guys are able to operate is 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 online. The only way that um, uh, that I'll be able to attend a friend's wedding this evening is via Zoom. <laughs> you know, it's um, it's yeah. gone from being. It's gone from being something nice to have to being absolutely essential. 
And, you know, there's some, there's some issues with that as well. I mean, there's, you know, there's the, with, with things like where, you know, the, that, that website that just had a bit of information on the, you know, the opening hours has gone to being um, something where they're possibly collecting uh, payment information and things like that. So there is, you know, there are some, some concerns around the security aspects of it. But overall, I think it's, it's, it's great to see how many businesses have, have kind of st- stood up and said, right, we're going to deal with this. We're going to, to find a new way of doing business. Yeah, and there's a need for quite uh, quite a degree of care in the whole rush. You mentioned Zoom earlier on, but like you know, th- there have been concerns about their security concern. And one of the things we've found is, you know, working remotely, are that there are hackers out there trying to hack into the remote accesses uh, and sometimes disrupting some of our links. So, uh, need for a lot of care and advice to people. Um, there's a lot in the back room. That's what Black Knight specialises in. I understand. Well, yeah, I mean, one of the things we've been trying to do via via our blog and social media channels is is trying to to share information on how people can um, work effectively uh, from home remotely, um, but also, um, you know, trying to share some information and and give people tips on on some of the security uh, things to look at. I mean, Zoom Zoom went from being um, a a, a, a video conferencing tool that was used by some corporations to being used by millions of people within a very very short period of time. Um, so you know, there's been there's been issues there. But I mean, some of the stuff is just it's just a matter of you know setting a password, uh, not sharing sharing some of the links uh, too publicly, and just some of it's just common sense. And those and the guys in Zoom have also ramped up a lot on on their on the security side. Um, but I mean, the thing with the thing with all this is, you know, don't let that fear of of the security get in the way. I mean, there's it. You know, you need to look at this for like, a lot of these small businesses. Um, they're adapting, and you know, people will make mistakes, but that's okay. I mean, we're we're in a we're in a situation now where I think people are a lot more forgiving. I mean, they're they're happy to 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 work around. Um, some of the limitations they're not asking for perfect they're asking for for functional so i think we need to be we need to look at the part the positive sides of this rather than um trying to strive for perfect yeah so move fast and break things but also be be careful about your security and and be common sense as you were saying oh totally i mean look if you look at if you look at um, how this is going to play out over the next few months i mean none of us has a crystal ball so we don't we obviously don't know but I mean, the one, the, the the ones that are going to su- are going to suffer the most through this are going to be the small businesses. Don't, I'm not worried about the Fortune 500 or the or the big the big chains. It's it's the small businesses that are the lifeblood of the country. They're the ones that are feeling the most pain. So, like, if if we're able to all kind of help those businesses get through this, be that by you know buying something from them or you know helping them to to get some kind of online presence where they can continue to operate. Then I think we should. It's it's incumbent upon us to try to do that, um, and I think you know there's there's a lot of goodwill out there. There's a lot of positive energy as well that we can all tap into. 
Okay, Michaeli, we have to leave it there. That's uh, Michaeli Nalen, who's uh, CEO of Black Knight, a proud Carlow and indeed Irish company who have lately uh, joined up to the guaranteed Irish brand and are now uh, walking the talk and indeed helping many small companies adapt uh, to the challenges that we face. Michaeli spoke about the supports needed and after the break we'll be speaking to Fiona Deegan of Enterprise of uh, the local enterprise office in Kilkenny and Martin Corkery of Enterprise Ireland about some supports announced during the week. Don't go The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business. www.omf.ie Thank you very much, Sean Swan. Happy Easter indeed to all our listeners. And just a reminder, you were urged tonight at 9pm. Casey Law is delighted to be part of the Shine a Light campaign where people all over the country are being asked to uh, take part in this national initiative to honour all the sick, those who have lost their lives, frontline staff and healthcare workers during the COVID-19 pandemic. It's simple, just put a light in your window at 9pm this evening and we light up uh, the country. Everybody from President Higgins uh, onwards is taking part in that. Now, we mentioned the challenges faced by local businesses and small businesses. I'm joined on the line by Fiona Deegan of Kilkenny Local Enterprise Office. Fiona, um, a range of supports uh, announced during the week and two in particular significant changes. Can you tell us about that? Good morning, John. Yeah, we had uh, a few announcements made during the week and I suppose the two main ones were in relation to uh, the COVID-19 business loan through Microfinance Ireland and it's the government-funded initiative really to support small businesses through the current period of, of uncertainty. And it's business loans for up to €50,000 available to micro-enterprises. So that's businesses less than 10 employees with up to €2 million annual turnover. And the loans can be used for working capital um, and required business changes really as a result of COVID-19 and a typical term of three years. But the announcement of a reduction in the interest rate from 6.8% to 4.5% for applications submitted through the local enterprise office was announced this week, John. And there's a yeah, six and month, no repayments for the first no, six months. Yeah, yeah so a six-month interest-free and repay, repayment-free moratorium. And I suppose there's no hidden costs or, uh, with this and no penalties for early repayment. So this will be very, very welcome for a lot of businesses that we're dealing with, John. Um, and I suppose since in the last two weeks, really, we've been inundated with phone calls. And really, I suppose the one thing that we're noticing is that many owner managers are feeling a little bit uh, isolated, John. And, uh, you know, I suppose most people know what they should be doing and what they want to do, but they may just need reassurance or a second opinion before taking those necessary steps. So we're asking them to contact us at the local enterprise office and we can appoint mentors to work with them. Um, I suppose the other... Yeah, it's important, Fiona, that people reach out, isn't it, at this time? You know, because like I mentioned it earlier on, the isolation is one thing. We need it for the health of the nation to stay apart, but we also need to come together. There are phone calls. You can reach out to people, um, send an email and so on, but that's very important. Absolutely, and our team are all working remotely, but at the end of of the phone line and there and willing to help. And we have a panel of mentors, again, that people can reach out to. You know, I had a phone call last night from a business, you know, with two just simple queries. And really, 
you know, they'd held off making that phone call for the last two weeks. So we'll just encourage them to get on the phone because there are supports available. The other announcement made during the weekend, which was referred to earlier in the programme there, was a lot of people looking to diversify and innovate at this critical time. And the Trading Online Voucher Scheme, which we have been rolling out over the last two years, John, um, there was uh, changes announced to that to make it easier for businesses to apply. Business, businesses can now apply for a grant up to 2500 but with only a 10% match funding requirement. Heretofore, that was a 50% match funding requirement. So that's a huge change in order to get people to start trading online. Yeah. So again, that's, um, that's and limited. And that's so important. Oh, really, really important. And that's, again, for businesses uh, with up to 10 employees. And, you know, it's for people who have a limited or no trading presence at at all, really. And people can look at the upgrade of an e-commerce website, implementing online payments or booking systems. But I suppose most importantly, again, what was announced during the week, people who have already received one of those vouchers can now reapply for a second voucher to look at further developing that that whole online presence. And that's hugely, and hugely I'm, important. Yeah, I'm sure you're under a lot of pressure, but what's the turnaround time, uh, Fiona, roughly? So can people access this this assistance pretty quickly? Yes. So really, um, what, what we have organised is we have... Uh, you, you fill out your application form, you get your quotations, you send them in. So we normally turn them around on a six-weekly basis. We're now turning them around once we get in your application, completed application, on a weekly basis. So we're we're moving on that very, very quickly, John. We need so that's to get a dramatic online. ramping up, yeah. Also, the business continuity vouchers. Briefly, Fiona, you have up to 2,500 available um, to fund uh, people to get professional external advice to come in and help people plan for how they're going to take on the challenges of the present and the future. Absolutely. This was, this was announced about two weeks ago, I think, John, and we've been inundated again with requests for this. And, and what, what this covers, it's businesses, it's 2,500 euro for businesses employing up to 50 staff. So that's different from our micro-enterprise, so it's businesses up to 50 staff towards third-party consultancy costs. Again, is to assist them with developing their short-term and long, long-term strategies. And I was listening there to David Walsh of Netwatch, and he was talking about developing those internal short-term strategies and then looking at the external long-term strategies. And that's what that's all about. So assisting businesses really to make informed decisions on the immediate measures needed to continue trading at the moment uh, while also securing the safety of the business business for the future and the business viability. Critical issues. Fiona, thanks very much. And I'm sure uh, Karen Comfort in Carlow Local Enterprise Office also offering that range of services. Now, Fiona mentioned that many of the uh, assistances there are for businesses with 10 uh, or fewer employees. Enterprise Ireland deals with another another uh, level of of business. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Martin Corkery, who's the Regional Director for the South and Southeast Regions of Enterprise Ireland. Good morning, Martin. Unprecedented times, but uh, Enterprise Ireland offering a range of supports. Good morning, John. Uh, yes, indeed. Um huge amount of, I suppose, what I suppose it should be before we maybe go into some of the new supports. It's also useful to say that existing supports are still available for companies, for those that are in a position uh, to put uh, to avail of same. But 
coming back to maybe some of the responses around the whole uh, COVID-19 emergency, um, significant levels of, of sport have been announced, as, as Fiona has gone through some of the Leo ones there. Similarly, in Enterprise Ireland in last week, there were some new schemes announced to support companies around planning and preparing for you know, the now as well as hopefully the future and getting back to some element of status quo over the next six to nine months. Um, and similarly, um, there, those schemes vary from kind of small initial funding to get the companies up and running. So you have schemes like the lean continuity. So Fiona talked about the, their uh, business continuity voucher. This is something similar for our client base to allow companies to be in a position to get their systems up and running, either in a, in a manufacturing environment that has to deal with some of the new restrictions coming under COVID-19 uh, and social distancing, as well as those who might be working remotely, as well as looking at areas and issues around getting the company back up and running into the future. So that's a, a two and a half thousand euro voucher, very similar to what the local enterprise office um, are offering. And again, this is for the enterprise Ireland client base um, across the region. And then from that, then we're looking at, and I suppose one of the critical supports really that we've seen and the feedback we're getting from companies at the moment is very much around the conversations around the funding landscape and the liquidity of their businesses and the working capital needs. And one of the big challenges that companies are facing, particularly our smaller client companies in the whole area of financial planning and looking at the implications of what that has and what that means for their business. So be it talking to your banks or talking to Enterprise Ireland or talking to any other agency where you might be talking about your working capital requirements, we find having a, a strong financial plan in place is going to be hugely important over the next six months or so. So again, we've offered the main supports. Yeah, and, and we spoke, I was speaking to Michaeli Nalen, and it's a theme really about how, how businesses have had to uh, look at moving a lot of their business online. You're really offering very attractive uh, supports to retail businesses uh, with greater than 10 employees to, to revamp their online offer. Yeah, so we, we piloted this scheme um, as over the last 18 months or so where we're looking to work with indigenous retail companies with greater than 10 employees and looking to support them around improving or enhancing their existing uh, digital presence um, or even develop it even further. So again, we have a scheme which was launched last week specifically focused on that um, the, the retail sector, uh, that is, there's a two million budget has been allocated for that. Now, that is a competitive scheme and there will be a call closed, but that date is yet to be announced. But again, it's, it's, we would encourage companies that are interested, particularly retail companies that are interested in that, to go onto our website, enterprise-ireland.com. You'll find out a lot more information on that and also as well the closed date on that will be coming up in the next week or so. So we'll, in the sense of the date will be announced, so we'll, we'll, more information will be coming available of that. But that, the last time Martin, we did that, sometimes I find ago. that people don't exactly know what they need or want in relation to the whole online world. Can, can you help them sort of define what kind of offerings they may be needing to develop? Yeah, so under that um, retail scheme, um, the, the, the supports are available up to about 40,000. In the main, those supports are I suppose, what we would call specialist support, so allowing companies bring in a range of consultants with specific expertise on working with companies on what works in the online world, what are the kind of channels they need to be targeting, what are the, you know, the technologies they need to have in place. So it looks at it from a whole business perspective, not just purely from a technology perspective. It looks at kind of the strategic direction the business needs to take to be in a position to avail of and to be in a position to gain some market traction, particularly on the on online channels. 
Yeah, and, and that's very important because um, of, often it's not the hardware they need, it's the kind of software within their own business practices to adapt. Um, also funding available um, to keep the show on the road, really, because companies that are looking outward onto the international market, the international market's been hugely disrupted. Massively, yeah, and one of the big, the biggest schemes that was announced during the week was specifically around what we call our Sustaining Enterprise Fund, and then again, that's working uh, with companies with greater than 10 employees uh, in the area of manufacturing and international trade service, typically those that have an export focus, um, who are looking at what the current situation means to them. So in some cases, companies that have their markets have closed down because, as you mentioned, um, you know, that that's the nature of what's happening around the world right now, or, or there's this dramatic drop in some of the, the sales associated with with the company. So we're really there looking to support companies around sustaining themselves over the next period of time, but also be in a position to, you know, to, to reboot ultimately, to be in a position to go back to some form of normality, again, following um, when restrictions start getting lifted and markets start coming back to play. So that fund is up to 800,000 available to companies. Um, it's called the Sustaining Enterprise Fund. And it, it's something, again, we'd be very keen to talk to companies in our client base who, who are interested. And it's, and it's also open, just as it's worth mentioning, it's open to companies, not necessarily clients of Enterprise Ireland, but also co- any company that has greater than 10 employees that is in manufacturing internationally trade service can look to avail of this scheme. The critical thing, and I suppose I mentioned it earlier, is that companies will have a strong funding plan in place. And again, we're, we're very keen that companies would avail of our our, our funding planning. planning offer to be in a position to, to, be, to be ready to avail of schemes like that. Okay, Martin, unfortunately, we've got to leave it there, but lots of support in place, and I suppose the message is contact uh, Enterprise Ireland and they'd be delighted to help. So contact Enterprise Ireland uh, or your local enterprise office, but there is help out there and do talk to each other. Another government support that's been brought in is the wage subsidy scheme, which has had a huge uptake, and we're going to be doing a special on that. Uh, Alan Siri from O'Neill Foley is going to be joining us next week on the programme, so if you've got questions on that, you can can send them us send them to us at the bottom line at kclr96fm.com that's the bottom line at kclr96fm.com after the break we're going to be talking about a local company who's had a dramatic pivot in their activities over the last number of weeks and are now at the front line of the fight against covid-19 the bottom line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, offering a broad range of business and advisory services to businesses large and small across the southeast. Thanks very much, Davy. Uh, do that. Stay home, stay safe, and stay tuned to KCLR. Lots coming up um, over the weekend and uh, great to hear good local businesses excellent local businesses still going despite everything callan bacon recruiting currently and electro city operating in uh, dramatically changed uh, circumstances of covid19 but still keeping the show on the road and well done to bill hackett and john and everybody there another local company uh, that's kept the show on the road and indeed changed the road they're on quite a bit is surfbox uh, a company run by tom Murray with his partner Declan Lennon. Tom joins me on the line. Tom, we mentioned last week you were getting involved in making face masks. How's that going? Yes, John, um, we did. Um, we've been involved with um, the public libraries providing and um, supplying 3D printers and including the training of their staff and the support of the printers. So we said there's a possibility to turn those 3D printers into use to, to make face shields. 
uh, for the fight against COVID. So that's what we did. And we've brought together um, 25 printers from the different uh, libraries throughout the country to our um, workshop in Thomastown. And um, we are busily printing off batches of 100 to 150 of the face shields per day. Wow, that's fantastic because um, this is something that's grown over the last week. You contacted me, I think it was on Friday night of last week. Um, we mentioned it on the show during the week. You've got some national publicity and you've really ramped up um, You've really ramped up the, the production. But, but your normal business isn't in 3D printing uh, face masks for health workers. It's in providing internet services for the public in, in libraries and um public places, airports and so on. It's been a big change for you. Yeah, no, I suppose um, the core business, the business that we've been well known for over the last 17 years is um, the provision of um, self-service um, internet and printing. Now, in the last number of years, it's been mainly focused on um, printing and co- um, photocopying. And in most of the public libraries around the country, including the ones in Kilkenny, um, we provide that self-service printing and copying service. So remember, the public needs to be able to print. They'll go into the library and they, they can print off on one of our kiosks. Um, but yeah, so with the closure of the libraries, that naturally um, yeah, in, ended insofar as that, um, yeah, as long as the libraries are closed, uh, that business dried up. So yeah, we had time and resources. So we said, let's try and do something um, to help um, the fight. So um, we're doing it on a non-profit basis. So in other words, we're supplying these masks um, purely at the cost of materials. So it's just really to to keep ourselves um, active and to do some good. That's why we changed over to um, printing um, the 3D face shields. Okay, Tom, unfortunately we're out of time and we've got to leave it there. That's Tom Murray from Surfbox and you can check out surfbox.ie, a fine local company. And I'm amazed to to hear Tom say that it's 17 years and uh, Tom and Declan Lennon, um, they've adapted the company because they've they've, uh, worked... on the internet and in the internet space and uh, over the years and that's a rapidly changing area as we all know that's all we've got time for this week on the bottom line i'd like to thank all our guests this morning on the program david walsh declan rice michaeli nalen fiona deegan martin corkery and tom murray stay tuned to kclr for news information and entertainment company and companionship over the weekend check out our website lots of information thanks to john walsh for the program before this and for uh, guiding the ship over the last hour and do stay tuned for news with Neve Brophy and also Edward Hayden coming up if you'd like to contact the program don't forget your questions about the wage subsidy scheme you can email us at the bottom line at kclr96fm.com don't forget to shine your light this evening at nine o'clock and you can listen back to this or indeed any edition of the bottom line on our bottom line podcast and if you don't already follow kclr do so on facebook twitter and instagram and check out our website thanks to deirdre drummy who produced and as i said john back at base driving the desk i'm john purcell be with you again next saturday at nine just after the news do have a good easter weekend take it easy and we'll talk next saturday
KCLR's Bottom Line. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business. www.omf.ie